Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Sitting on top like a hair wig, bed stop, fly, bushwick sick. East New York, walk the Brownsville real ill. You see, I got a Fort Green lean, Clinton Hill chill, Red Hook look, man. Ain't no shook hands in Brooklyn. Son, your life can get took, man. And through all bridges, one hard top, two soft bitches. Ride through the borough with two four fizzes. Phantom open up like two door fridges. I'm making change the New York digits. From 718 to 187, the 212 to 211, your boy's back with a new one, son. Right here, fam. Waving the flag, I'm so nostalgic. I came to take the game, and my daddy can't change. Niggas gave it up smooth, they ain't wanna hear the bang. Bang. I'm back on my bully shit. That flat bush, bush with black hoodie shit. Half a billion bankroll. Bank stop anybody, what's your bank hole? Big B's on the wheel, spread love to Brooklyn way. B, how's it feel? I'm on my Robin Thick shit. Shit ever gets thick. Back to robbing niggas quick. Trick, click. Annie up, all you niggas Britney, pull your panties up, whole barrel is with me, hold your cannons up, buck one for Bucktown, Brooklyn, what the fuck? Brownsville Grill. 
Got my full green lean. <laughs> Clint Hill still. Red hook look. That Flatbush push. Know what I mean? Cypress Hill feel. Crown Heights tight with it. The Williamburg swerve. What's good, y'all? It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles here in the house today, y'all. Yep. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast live here on Spreaker.com. Log on to Spreaker.com, y'all, and just go to our page and click the yellow follow button so that when we do these shows live, you'll get the notifications in your email saying that we're doing a live show. You could come in, you could come in the chat room and chop it up with us, whatever you want to say, what's on your mind. Also, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And we got the WordPress blog site. Just go to WordPress.com and search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you'll see a few of our blogs there. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think. If you got any questions or comments about the show, you can hit us up through email at BarbershopSportsTalk1 at gmail.com. So I see uh, tonight in the chat room, we got DJ Queen DJ in the Queen, house, repping the X-Squad. Uh, she asked you what is the other young man's name. Uh, that's Maestro Styles on the other end there, Miss Queen. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Mocha Bella, what up? What up, Mocha? What up? Appreciate you in the chat room. I also see Bootsy, Bootsy in here. What up, though? What's good? What's good? Um, Maestro, what's good, man? What's, what's man, going on? How's the week? Man, work beating my ass. Hard day at work, huh? Man. And, uh, you know, this ain't what a king's supposed to be doing, but it's what I'm doing to... Gotta get I that get bread, my, man. You know, doing what I gotta do to I get where I'm going, man. And, uh, you know... You gotta get that money, man. Around, and, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, what a nigga really wanted to do is take a nap. <laughs> take a real official nap. Yeah, I, I, I saw you... Uh... Post game before we got on here, that uh, it, it looked like you wanted to take a nap over yeah. in the corner over yeah, there. Yeah, man. It yeah, looked like man. you. I was like, yo, you good? Like you, you finna to do the show, man? Nah, we gonna get it popping, man. I hopefully, hope you know. Well, you know, we got a lot to get into, man. So yes, I'm yes, sure, yes. I'm sure I get you know the adrenaline to kick in once we get started, and you know what I mean. Then oh, no we, doubt, you know, no doubt, man. The second we get off air, man. Get the fuck out. <laughs> and, and, and that's that's from the super and, producer, Maestro Styles. Out, yeah, man. I, I love to say I'm going to go to sleep after that. I probably, But I probably got shit to do. And shout out to, to the homie Tamika. It made me a little spaghetti plate. I'm about to throw some Parmesan on that directly after this. ASAP. It gets popping, you know what I'm talking about. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, we, we got a lot to get into as far as the NBA goes. But, Maestro, I got to tell you, man, I did not pay attention to any of the skill challenge shows over the weekend as far as the slam dunk contest mm-hmm. and the three-point shooting contest. I, I I was binge-watching black movies pretty much the entire weekend up until the All-Star game on Sunday, man. And, and speaking of movies, if you guys out there are true, true fans of hip-hop, I want y'all to check out this new show on VH1. It's called The Breaks. They premiered the movie last year around this time, and it hit so much it's that they decided. What's good? I thought that was a TV show. The breaks? Yeah, that was a TV it was show. a movie. Okay. La- last you know better than me. I ain't watched it. Last year around this time, they premiered it as a movie, uh-huh. and it got so many great reviews that they decided let's just turn this thing into a series. So last night 
it debuted, and you got homeboys in there from Mac Wilds, Method Man, you got the boy Wood Harris up in there, um, this chick, Afton Williamson, she's like the main chick in the whole thing, and you got a couple other cats up in there. You true, true, if you're a true fan of hip hop, you will love this show, The Breaks, y'all. This is my new, this is my new Monday night show when there's no football on right now. I mean, it's, it's kind of a dry spell right now as yeah, far as sports yeah. is concerned. Vince Wright, what's good, man? This is kind of a dry spell right now because ain't no football and, you know, NBA's up and popping, but since it's all star break. You know, this is a good week to you know kick the movie oh, thing that, off going. Oh, that, well. So y'all 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 check that movie, y'all check that show out every Monday, man. It comes on nine o'clock, I think. Well, I gotta catch up on Love and Hip Hop, New York. Oh, oh, dude! I, so I'm gonna catch up on that, dude, sometime this week. I, I I can't believe I sat through that ratchetness just just so hey, I man. could watch the breaks, man. Hey, I, I fuck with you know what I'm saying, but and um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta's. Um, premiering in a couple of weeks like, too. I don't like Love Hip Hop Atlanta. You don't? Oh, okay. You like New, I, I York, like New York more than you do Hollywood. Atlanta. I like Hollywood best, but I like okay. Hollywood New York. JY3, what up, Holmes? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they all ratchet, you know. Man, yeah. <laughs> you know. They all, you know. I just, think the, I just like the women better in Hollywood and New York than I do. Uh, I mean, because that's really what mm. I watch it for. I mean, right. I mean, you do eventually get caught up in the stories and, you know, whatever. Right, right. But for me, it's more about um, looking at the women. Tierra Marie. Tierra Marie, man. Shout out to her. Nia Guzman. I think that's her name. And, mm-hmm. and, and Masika and Nikki, her plastic self. She's still a good in the motherfucker. Yeah. For some, yeah. For some reason, I haven't. Really, and I, I try to stay shout away out from. To, shout out to Amina and Tara in New York. I love, I love me some Tara. I try to stay away from those shows, but you know, my wife like likes watching. She loves Atlanta a little bit more than New York, but yeah, I don't really uh, Atlanta don't really do it for me. The, the Hollywood one, eh? You know, it's, it's whatever. Like it's there. You know, I mean, it's it's more recognizable faces on Hollywood. I mean, but not by much, at least compared to the. New York loving hip Shout out to Vince Wright. Make sure y'all check out his show, Sports Done Right. Absolutely. Yes, yes, people. Check out Vince Wright and uh, I, I guess it's Homeboy Dollars and Cents, which you. Uh, yeah, about say I ain't heard from old boy in a minute. Yeah, since you ethered him. This is over and shit. Since, since you ethered him on uh, Sports Done Right a few That's weeks what, back. Is that what happened? I don't, don't want to say I ethered him. You know what I'm saying? I think, nah, nah. You, you, you killed him. You killed them, man. A productive conversation, I think. You know what I mean? What y'all think? I think y'all think I eat for that, man. I ain't, I ain't seen them though. But shouts out to Dollars and Cents. It, nah, Dollars and Cents. from what I can tell. He cool, he cool people. Yeah, so. he yeah, cool people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince Wright talking about um, his wife and his daughter are hooked on the Real Housewives. I yeah, guess, yeah, I guess you're referring to uh, the one in Atlanta. Oh yeah, see, I, I don't even. Well, I know what I know what. Uh, I know what made me watch Love and Hip Hop because rappers wanted it. That's what made me watch it. Right, yeah. right. Eventually, after you know, after a while, I, I didn't even care who, who the rappers were. I just really got into the females. So, mm-hmm. yeah. DJ out. Queen loves uh, the Atlanta Love and Hip Hop a lot more than the other two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vince Wright says Reggie's all right, dealing with some family stuff. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. got to deal Shout with that stuff. Shout out to him, man. Hope everything you know good on that end. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no question about it. Oh, dang, man. I, I got to tell you, um, and I, I guess we could talk about the big trade that went down over the weekend, man. Uh, your boy Boogie Cousins is going from Sacramento 
to the Nolia, New Orleans Pelicans, uh, they gave up Langston Galloway, Buddy Hill, Buddy Hield, and, um, Ty- Tyreek Evans. Yeah. And they gave up a couple draft picks. Mm-hmm. And then they got Boogie Cousins and they got that other cat, Omri Caspi. I guess he's like a some kind of a role player or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. So I guess a couple questions. I guess who who won this trade? <laughs> you know, like 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 I think that's a good question to ask. Like who won this trade number Is that one? Really a good question. What's that? Is that really a good question? I, I think it's a good question. Sure. All right. I've, well, I've, I've, well, I've heard I, well, a couple of few things. Well, I was about to say, I would love to hear your perspective on it because I can't see how um, getting three shooting guards <laughs> in a trade for the, the only, best big man in the yeah, game. I can't imagine how that. I mean, like, could you have gave me a small forward and a power forward somewhere in that trade? You just gave me three shooting guards. Right. First of all, why the hell do you have three shooting guards on your team? I imagine somebody. Is there? I mean, everybody's healthy. I would assume for it to be a trade, right? Well, as far as the shooting guard position with Sacramento, they never really had a even a good number two shooting guard. So I could kind of well need four. (laughs) Well, no, they don't need four. But I'm just kind of going. I'm just kind of thinking back to it, and the Kings never really had that good number two guard. So it's like, okay, you get Tyreek Evans, whose health I question at times. Buddy Heald is a rookie, and then Langston Galloway is just his journeyman number two. He comes off the bench. So if you look at it from that standpoint, okay. But look, the Pelicans won this trade, but they didn't win it by much. I would love to hear. I would, say, I would love to hear what, what some other people are, are thinking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see Rough Buff in the building. What's good, Rough Buff? Appreciate what that. What that do, Pam? No doubt, no doubt. Um, here's why... The Pelicans won the trade, and here's why I say that it's not by a landslide. Boogie Cousins is signed through the end of next season, and he hasn't really committed to a long-term deal with the Pelicans. So there's that opportunity that once the end of the year comes up, that he can re-up with some play. End of next year. Right, so they can... So one and a half years of DeMarcus Cousins... In New Orleans, Orleans. yes, yes. So there's that opportunity where he can go somewhere else and sign someplace, depending on how far the Pelicans can go or if there is potential with what the Pelicans are trying to put together. But here's why it's not by much. And I've heard a lot of people talk about the Kings front office, and look, you get no argument from me. The Kings front office is one of the worst in the NBA. I mean, there's just absolutely no way, like you said, Maestro, that you can acquire three guards in the same position for the best big man in the game, let alone your franchise player, the guy that you drafted to be the future of your franchise. I mean, but, it was, I mean, but we all knew they was trying to get rid of him. So sure, it's not, sure. It's not, that's not necessarily the issue for me. It, but, again, I, I mean, and, and you know, d came out and said that he had three better deals you know what I'm saying, before he turned him down and now this is what it's kind of come to. Right. But, um, look, um, look, I, I can't really say, uh, I don't know what, I mean, obviously we don't know what those deals were, but come on, man. Like, I just, it just, yeah, you can just, uh, just for shits and giggles, if I'm right. D-Vog, I'm like, dude, you're going to send me three shooting guards? Can you send me a point guard? I, I don't know. I don't necessarily. I don't know the Pelicans roster like that. Right? Can you send? 
you talking about the and, and I get it, and I get why Boogie Cousins why that could happen mm-hmm. shouldn't have happened, but I can see why that could have happened because we talked about this last year, and I've been kind of stressing this: the center position is just not. Of high value, it's just not. It's anymore. not. It's just it's, not it's, it's kind of like the running back in the NFL. It's like the value of that position just, is not yeah, as just not. what it once was. Well, it, well, at least you could say in running back the value has changed. Where um, you're more valued if you can catch the ball, right? And you in the case saying? of the center in the NBA, it's more of if you could play like a stretch five, if you can knock down three okay. point shots okay. from the perimeter. Okay. Well then if that's the case then and I agree with that, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. If that's the case then 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 Demarcus Cousins again stock wise should be he should be up there. Oh definitely. So you're telling me the only thing that's um that's fucking him up is his, his attitude problem? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean I I think Boogie Cousins plays with a lot of passion and I know sometimes it gets overlooked because sometimes he gets ejected from the game. Sometimes people talk about, oh, he's a cancer in the locker room and things like that. Look, the Kings' front office has been bad before they drafted Boogie Cousins. So I don't want to hear anything about, well, Boogie's the reason the Kings are what they are. No, y'all been that way even before he got there. Pretty much since, since, Since the Bobby Jackson, Mike Bibby, Chris Webber days. Right. Y'all been terrible. But getting back to the Pelicans for a second, though, and... Just to kind of summarize my reason for why I think the Pelicans, they won, but here's my here's my but. Um, I got questions about their front office, too. If you remember a couple years ago when the Pelicans made the playoffs under Monty Williams, who was the coach at the time, mm-hmm. and look, nobody thought that the Pelicans were going to do anything to challenge the Warriors that year. Big L, what up? Um, yeah, Big L, what's good, man? Appreciate you in the chat room. Nobody thought the Pelicans were going to do anything as far as challenge the Warriors in the playoffs that year. Uh I get it. They had that game three at home. They blew like a 20-something point lead, and it all just kind of fell apart from there. But they fired Monty Williams, which I disagreed with at the time. The guy got him to the playoffs for like the first time in like maybe three or four years. I mean, even since since Chris Paul left the team, left the franchise, mm-hmm. when they, I guess they were still the Hornets. It's the Hornets, yeah. At the, no, they were the, yeah, when they were the Hornets, yeah. that's when Chris Paul got traded. Yeah. But um, I didn't agree with that move to get Monty Williams up out of there. And look, I, I got no disrespect, I got no disrespect for um, Alvin Gentry, but things just haven't been the same since he's been coaching this mm-hmm. team. Okay, that's I right. get it, the injuries play a little bit, Drew Holiday gets injured a yeah. lot, um, Tyreek Evans... Definitely the injuries and Anthony Davis. You know, I get it. Injuries are a part of it. A part of it, but I just the the Pelicans front office to me, they they, they got some questionable moves. Now, will this work? You got two twin. You got the twin towers playing in the front court in their prime. I would love to see this work. Um, I think they got a pretty good point guard in Drew Holiday. I mean, he's not. Um, He's not Steph, he's not John Wall, but he's when I, when I think of this team put together right now, uh-huh. I'm thinking about those Grizzly teams where you got Zach Randolph and you got Marcus Gasol in the front court and then you have a solid point guard in Mike Conley. I think I think Drew Holiday is going to become a, a solid point guard cuz he ain't one right now. Who's that? Drew Holiday. I think he's solid. The, the, the thing with him is the injuries. But when he's on the floor, Drew Holiday could play. 
I'm not saying he can't play. I mean, Mike Conley probably, I mean, and this is just me guesstimating his stats. Mike Conley probably, um, would you say he's like an 18-point guy, about seven assists? 18 points, seven assists, maybe, maybe. six, seven rebounds. I'd Did say Mike Conley get six, seven rebounds a game. I'd, I'd say about six. Uh, six. I would say like four or five rebounds. This is just me guessing. Okay. Okay. I'd say like four or five rebounds a game. Okay. But I, I, I guess what I'm getting at is, is you, you're confident that Drew Holiday can be that guy? Yes, absolutely. 18, 18 and seven. Absolutely, he can be. Again, the problem with Drew Holiday is he. Misses time on the court because he gets injured so much. That's the only thing with Drew Holiday. Other than that, he's been a, he's been a good point guard for them. I, I would mean, I would love to see him start yeah, eighty two I mean, games. I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check that out. But I, I mean, he doesn't strike me as that. So you're saying that basically they could be the Memphis Grizzlies at peak. They could be the Memphis Grizzlies. They could you know, be the Mef- They could be what Memphis was. Tony Allen, or like you know, what I'm saying the like, gritty, and, and yeah, and that's the question about the st- about this roster right now because they traded those two guards. Not that any of those two guards are the level of Tony Allen as far as grit and grind, but now you got some questions in other spots on this roster. It's okay. You got the two guys in the middle. You got Drew Holiday, and that's pretty much it. So, again, what? it's up to that front office to before figure I, out. Before I put my point out there, uh, I just see Michael Bella says that Chief's mom is in the hospital. So, um, oh yes, yes, some prayers go to uh, yeah, my bad, Mama Chief. I, I, uh, I, I forgot, I saw that earlier, man. Yeah, nah, I hope some uh, prayers, and you know, what I'm saying it's like a lot of people. His parents is you know, like I, I didn't heard one today, mm-hmm. one today. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, keep your head up, Chief. We're thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, keep, definitely, man. Keep, keep your head up, man. Hold your head high, all man. All day and prayers to the, to, to your moms. Uh, Cedric, what up? Um, look, for, as far as uh, the Pelicans, uh, as far as they're concerned, in my personal opinion, um, I mean, I can see the, I can see the, the Grizzlies comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Davis... Is the for all intents and purposes, he's like the all-purpose guy. Like, yes, um, he makes uh, the reason what allows Drew Holiday, if he's in fact getting eighteen to seven, what allows him to get seven assists and still be somewhat effective. Yep, is because we know Anthony Davis can get you four. You know what I'm saying? He no can doubt. get you four on the four assists on any given night. Um, obviously, the rebound and point numbers, obviously the defense, and then. Um, you know, that's what they, you know, and they would, you know, all what Boogie Cousins is going to bring is points. Um, really, I mean, we would love for them to play, you know, you know, get into that whole defensive vibe that of the state of Grizzlies. Right. Um, and maybe he's that Tony Allen. Maybe, I mean, just in a different position. Yeah, well, but you can't, you, so you can't call him Tony Allen because the difference between guarding the paint and guarding the wing is just, it's just. Well, no, I'm just talking about grit. I'm not talking about. Guarding but, areas of the court, you need, a, yeah. But this is it. But the Grizzlies were successful or are successful because of their ability to guard of Tony Allen being able to guard that wing man. No, I, I got yeah, you. Like, I'm just, like, just, I got you. Solid. I got you. Yeah, like, just talking about yeah, the grit. Yeah, I think I mean, Boogie well, Cousins can bring the grit part of it. Well, I don't think they were lacking it with Anthony Davis. The grit? You think yeah, Anthony Davis got grit? I, I don't think he's being recognized for it because he scored so many points. 
But I mean, he's not a ter- he's not a bad rim defender in any stretch of the imagination. Oh no, he can defend. He's, Don't he's get me scraps. wrong. He scraps. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he scraps. Um, maybe he just doesn't display it as much. He, well, maybe I, well, maybe well, I don't well, see the emotion we on don't him. Play, we don't pay attention to it because he's so busy scoring points. There, there. I mean, I ain't gonna say right. they a top, you know, a top ten defensive team. Right. They're not. Oh a, yeah, their defense was bad. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Their defense was definitely bad, but it, it had nothing to do with Anthony Davis. It had to do with the rest of that roster. Yeah, I don't think Boogie Cousins is going to bring is going to bring their defensive stats up. I, I just don't believe that. Yeah, no, I I I, 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 I agree that. with that. Um, so so now what we're looking at is Anthony Davis is scoring twenty seven, I believe, a game. Yep. Boogie Cousins is scoring about twenty eight, twenty eight, something like that. We need to score. So what we're looking at now is. They got to score points, and that's and that's how they're going to have a shot. I think they're at nine right now in the Western Conference. Yeah, I think they're at ten, either ten, 10 or eleven. Yeah, yeah, okay. So they're going to have to score points to get back in this situation. Right, right. I mean, obviously, you would love them to play a little bit better defense, but um, you, they they're going to have to score points to get to get in. Right, right. Next point, making period. And, and good lead in Maestro uh, that you bring up the playoff situation because now people are now questioning whether the Warriors are in trouble. And I'm like, the Warriors I, I are think, in trouble? What? I, I think that was just uh, ESPN's ah, stop question. it. Yeah, they stupid. Yeah, I don't know who come on. I, I don't think who, Come on. Yeah. Stop. Stop, people. They, they're not even in a playoff there, spot somebody, right now. But is there some, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't been, you know, super. I, like I said, I had a real, real day at work today. So I haven't been, like, all in the blogs or whatever today. Right. Is anybody really saying that besides Molly Caram in, in first take? Um, yeah, there's a few people talking about it. Um, I heard um, one of the cats on Fox Sports talk about it. I'm like, like this this can't be this, really serious. I'm like, I y'all mean, y'all just trying to find stuff to talk about. Look, yeah. I look, I, I I get the matchup situation. If you want to throw that enough. in there, it's not enough. Okay, it's still it's not, not enough. enough. It, it, it's I'm sorry. You don't go from. Being the tenth seed in the Western Conference, getting the best big man in the game, and all of a sudden, no, we're gonna we're gonna vault to eight or seven, and well, no. we're gonna challenge the Warriors. We're gonna challenge the Spurs. <laughs> realistically, and, realistically, um, the eight seed is the um, and I had I had it. Well, who's in the eight seed, yeah, right, now? The AC right now? I think the Nuggets are at the eight seed. Realistically, they can make the playoffs. Is what I was no, no, I, I got that. Realistically, they can make the playoffs. No question about it. They with can make the playoffs. With that roster right now, they can make the playoffs if they get on. If they get, if they get, the, you know, whatever they need to get together, together. But, um, you know, assuming they would play the, um, assuming they would play the uh, the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, y'all gonna guard the paint well. That's cool, but right, they shooting right. your fucking eyes out. They're gonna shoot your eyes out. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's no reason for them. It's no reason for people to be saying that. It's not a realistic thing. Um, yeah, so it's, unrealistic. It's just not realistic. Man. So it's so unrealistic for the for those people talking and nah. I'm 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 sorry. You, you just can't really, you, you can't really logistically. You know they're, they're number ten. They're tenth, the eleventh seed right now. They're they're just not gonna. You, we we first have to see how this team meshes. That's that's the first thing we have to see because I think you can argue that this may not work. I think you really have to judge this the second half of this year 
If you get in the playoffs, fine, you get in the playoffs. You're going to get knocked out in the first round. Next season is really going to be the tell, tall tale of if this team can really find chemistry, play well together, maybe push for maybe a fifth seed, four seed at right. best. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? And you that may want... What up? I ain't going to cut you off. Oh, that's all good. I ain't want to be saying, hey. Who's that? DJ Nunu said, hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see Cedric up in the yeah. chat room, too. What up, Cedric? Um, I think that is going to be the tall tale of whether this team can find chemistry. It's going to be next year. And yeah. maybe, and maybe if they do and maybe we improve. we should be talking about next year more than we should be talking about sure. this year anyway. And, and if they do improve next year, maybe Boogie Cousins changes his mind about something if he hasn't um, already or if he's well, thinking about again, I'm, not know, signing. I'm... Let's make the playoffs. Let's get the AFC. Yeah, get the AFC. Okay, okay. You know get knocked out. Yeah. Come back next year, right? And right. do some work. And look, they and can they can improve the roster a little bit, right? You, right. Know, you know what I'm saying? So, right. We'll so, we'll see what those other parts could do next year if they you know if they make moves. Uh, let me give a shout out to DJ Queen. Seems like she's tired and she. I'm tired. She too. just. I was gonna say she's just like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Go to sleep, girl. You know. I. You know. As much as I. I pre. You know, I appreciate you. You're coming in, listening to us, rocking with us. Go get some sleep. You got to go to work in the morning. If you feel like you're missing something, go on to iTunes or wherever you get your. Yeah. Yeah. Or on podcast, demand on Spreaker.com. You know what I'm saying and go in and listen to us when you when you're awake and you're vibrant. Catch you know the rest saying? of the show. I got my raspy voice on, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Get you some sleep. No doubt, no doubt. I'll be here for you in the morning, girl. All right, all right. We're going to talk some more NBA, y'all. We're going to take a break for a couple of minutes. We get back. We're going to talk about this Magic Johnson news where he's taking over the Lakers, and we'll give you guys our thoughts on it. Listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Kill you on tape, then watch it over a beer. Cause you ain't nothing but a movie with expensive footage. That's the reason they gon' leave you with expensive bullets. Ain't none of y'all better than locks. Have all of y'all dressed up in a suit, dead in a box. Me and my niggas get redder than Fox. Now I don't care if I love you, I still want head in the drop. Niggas running around talking that Y2K shit. Crackheads is still gon' want that gray shit. That's why I'ma always cop the yay quick. So I suggest all of y'all stay off J Dick. Too hard for MTV, not black enough for BET, just let me be, give me all my royalty money and let me read, and I'ma have O's for six and half for three, uh. Blank. 
in your mom's place. So like point break with a mask on with the president's face. Clear my space when big she crashed the boards. Y'all ain't just mark niggas. Y'all hallmark niggas with all that soft ass writing. Might as well be in cards. You don't gamble with your life when I launch these torpedoes. Then I shoot the crap out your ass at Foxwood Casinos. Just me and my gambinos. Drunk as fuck. Went the time parking lot. DVD in the truck. I've been drunk most of my life. Don't ask me why. Through ninth grade, I ain't go to high school. I went to school high. And I don't care what y'all got. That shit don't excite me. I'm black and deadly and my burner just like me. And I'm quick to stick one of y'all on tour at the Sheridan. See what's yours could be mine without inheriting. Give up your chains and them little diamonds in your ear. Is it worth your family crying and the doctor yelling, Claire? Uh, huh? Don't get it twisted, y'all. A ghetto that was sweeter than hair. You know, the peer pack is bag and just leave next year. But I got a son to raise, so I'ma stay in this hell. And I got a gun to blaze if you play with the L. Dot O, dot X, dot at the end. We the niggas that's gonna leave with the pot at the end. Never too young to die or too old to live. Ain't it hard to bust your gun? Go home and mold your kid. I'ma shame myself, crack, but I'ma ride for the moment. Know the consequence, I'ma die with the omen. Two is better than one, it's three of the lots. Key in the pot, key in the drop, key to the top. The father, son, and holy ghost to rap. Three in the one, seeing the gun and using the dog. Dope in the six, coke in the five, weed in the four. The ice is for my niggas, but the heat is for y'all. Hit him with that they don't know. <laughs> Welcome back to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles yeah. here in the house, y'all. Uh, Miss Mocha says, uh, y'all see Burger King brought Popeyes. Uh, yes, Miss Mocha, we did see that before right, we got on the show. I got I got yeah, I got ahead. We me me and Trey was talking about this before we went on air. Alright, so does that mean? That I could go to a Burger King now when they, you know, when they get all that shit together, means I can go get me a two piece and a Whopper at the same damn time. And here's what I'm hoping would happen, and it's similar to what Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins have done. You could walk into a Dunkin' Donuts, you could get your donuts, and you could walk right next over to the, you know, next line, and you could get your ice cream. I don't see a reason why they don't do it that way. Man. I mean, I mean, a lot of other food chains have done it this way. Man. Popeyes, Burger niggas, King, y'all better get it right. I'm, I'm telling you, rates is going crazy. You understand me? Absolutely. Niggas, 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 niggas you say you don't like Burger King? Who's that? That's right. You say you don't like Burger King? Oh, I mean, I could, I could understand that. You don't like Burger King? Um, I mean, I'm not a big, big, big fan, but the nuggets and the fries are okay. You don't fuck with the Whopper. The Whopper. Uh, I used to back in the day, but you know, Chick 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 Fil A came around. I mean, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you know Chick-fil-A what I'm saying? Definitely better than Burger King, but Burger King, nigga, 
Nigga, that's in the clutch, nigga. They got them motherfuckers. I don't know what it is about them dollar fifty cent nuggets. Uh huh. Them yeah, the shits, nuggets are okay. Them shits is obviously goat. The like, nuggets them are okay. Is obviously goat nuggets, but them shits is delicious. The, they disappointed me with the chicken fries though. When they did the advertising, I'm looking at the picture like, yo, them joints is looking bomb right now. Nah, they look terrible. They, I mean, when you when they you, look terrible in person. When you eat them at first glance, they're terrible. But for some reason, I just keep eating them. And it's not enough chicken. To me, it was probably not even real chicken. I'm telling them, it, it was a facade, man. The motherfucking goat nuggets, dog. Goat nuggets. Goat nuggets. Hey, man. look, I, 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 I don't mind. Them up with I don't mind. Honey mustard, dog. Look, look, and Mocha, I know you. You know you got some Jamaican in your family, but I could go for some curry goat right now. You know, y'all hear me? So we about to get the motherfucking curry sauce up in the motherfucking uh, burger can. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Maybe we should propose an idea for that. While they doing the merger, I bang some Burger King niggas. Yeah, I don't know, man. Chick Fil A is just taking over right now. Um, so your boy Magic Johnson, he got his wish, and he's now president of basketball operations with the L.A. Lakers. They then got Cup Check and they got Jim Buss up out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, good job by his sister to do that. Um, so I I, I guess. My thought about it is is good for Magic. Um, it looks good in On the PR paper, department. It looks good, yeah, On sure. paper, it looks good. Sure. You know, long time Laker. You know that one time Laker coach where that legend. shit went kind of iffy. It did. It did. It went iffy, and people got questions about whether he can really scout, get talent, and all that stuff. But I think Magic will be fine in the sense that he still got to hire a GM. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and look, it might be a chance that Kobe is the GM on some, um, on some realness. Yeah, I hope that don't happen. Uh, you don't think you don't, you hope it don't happen? I hope that don't happen. Um, but, again, PR-wise, it would make sense because, you know, you get that, you get the, you know, the popular people. Don't nobody want to play for the Lakers right now unless right. you're from the fuck, unless you're from L.A. So it was like, bet, I. Bring in the biggest Laker in the fucking Laker history, and here you go. Now people might want to say, "Oh, I, f- I fucks with, uh, you know, I fucks with Magic." Oh yeah, I go play for Magic. Bet you know, and that's how he'll bring in some folks. So Uncle Mike, what up? Um, that's how he'll bring in some, uh, you know, bring in some folk maybe. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let's be very clear. Um, I would think that the turnaround for Magic Johnson turning the Lakers back into a competitive team would be should be pretty quick. People would be expecting it to be quick. Yeah. Like anybody got time for the experiments and Yeah. Because you, know, you know, Laker fans and people that work around the Lakers, they get impatient. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they right. fired Mike Brown like yeah. six games into the season right. that one year. So uh, they said, "Man, uh, Vince Wright says Kobe's agent is moving into the front office and said Kobe doesn't want a front office role." Okay, well yeah. then you you well, got your wish, Mike. More important than that, he, yeah, exactly. More important than that, he shouldn't want a front office role right now. Go ahead and enjoy life. Um, go coach a high school team. I don't know. Go do something something else, man. Yeah, this ain't for you right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, I I can see that being possible, but um, on paper, if you had Kobe and Magic up in that front office, it's just all that is. It's PR, right? That's all it is. It's a good look on paper, but it doesn't necessarily translate to winning basketball. 
And look, you know, Magic has had his fair share of investments, if you will, mm-hmm. and and some of the things haven't gone necessarily uh, the way it's planned. I mean, you talked about the coaching that one year, and it didn't go right. I can bring up the time he came out with that late night talk show, and man, that thing was so bad, man. Well, I'm not about to sit here. That and thing was so bad. Johnson. Johnson, no, no, I mean Magic, Magic good. He cool. He cool. That didn't go well in life. I mean, but obviously. I give him, I give him credit and respect because he's ambitious and he goes out there, he tries, and if he fails, he gets back up and he tries it again. So. Uh, I, I give him all the respect. Magic is going to get top free agents to at least give LA a visit. Exactly, no doubt. Not get the visit. Not getting the visits right now. No so, doubt. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Mike was good. Uncle Mike, I see you in the chat room. He says that he don't think players want to deal with Kobe. Yeah. Well, no, they don't. Yeah, even they don't. In, even the front office situation. No, because he, what you think he's gonna be less smug in a front on a boss position? Yeah, but you in the office. I don't have to deal with you on the court. But you got to deal with him in the office. Okay, fine. So now that... Okay, fine. Look, I'm on the floor. You upstairs in your suite. Making my decisions. Okay, fine. But as long as I'm on the court, I'm going to do my thing. If you want to be smug... With the money and all that's that. It's going to affect the players, though. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I kind of disagree. Not, no, it's going to affect the players. I, I disagree with that. I, I think if you're upstairs and you got your players downstairs, you can focus. Unless so are, are unless Kobe. Blind, unless Kobe. that offices don't affect players? No, no, no. I didn't say that. Okay. I just said that if you a guy, and I was getting ready to say, unless Kobe turns out to be a guy that likes to meddle, like we've known some of these other owners of these teams that meddle, if he if he stays out of the way as far as being uh, a holes concerned with players on the court, then I could see it work. It shouldn't it shouldn't it shouldn't matter to players that are playing basketball but, on the court. But it does when Sacramento Kings guys they don't per se meddle; they just make shit ass decisions, and it affects the players on the court. Well, I mean, it affects them in a the sense of they're not winning. I'm t- well, it affects the morale when you see bullshit trades coming in. That affects you. Don't think you don't think that whoever the hell is left on their staff is looking at this Boogie Cousins trade and like, this is what y'all did. Yeah, that's not my debate. My my debate. But I'm saying those office the office directly affects players because when 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 your when you, it's like when your boss it's like when your boss don't do it like when your boss is some bullshit at work and then. You know, you know, everybody know your boss is some bullshit at work, and then you don't want to really do no work because you know your boss is some bullshit. Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that type of, it's that type of. Yeah, guy. sure, but again, if you're if you're a player coming into a situation and all you have to focus on is playing basketball, you shouldn't have to worry about a smug Kobe Bryant who works in the office. Uh, from a mental standpoint, that that shouldn't be the case, and if it is, then you soft as hell as a player. I see Chief Rocker in the chat room Chief here. Chief Rocker, what up, man? What's good, man? We praying for your moms, man. And and that reminds me, y'all. I, I forgot to uh, shout out the number to y'all. If y'all want to call in the show and talk about whatever it is y'all want to talk about, the number is 240-532-2718. I'm going to go ahead and post it in the chat room in a, in a couple minutes here. But anybody want to call the show and chop it up with us, y'all more welcome to do so. Um, so, look, good, 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 good job on Magic's part. You know, to get to finally get what he wished for, and hopefully things go out well. You know, for that Laker franchise. Um, so I, I guess we gotta talk about this All Star game. I guess. I mean, 
I keep it a buck with you. Um, I didn't. I definitely didn't watch the first half. Um, and I fell asleep at the fourth quarter. So I mean, if you're asking me to give you some type of, uh, I mean, <laughs> some, you know, no, I don't got nothing for you. I would say this though. Um, shout out to your boy uh, Anthony Davis. Obviously. Yes. It's called 52, 52 and it's points. Funny, while everybody thought that Russell Westbrook was going to do it right. quietly, Anthony Davis was just getting put backs and dunks. Hometown yeah. kid in the hometown city. No doubt. No doubt about it. Look, man, um, rest in peace to Steph Curry, though, on the court, though. Did, did you see uh, Greek Freak yeah, basically just posterize like, Steph? Like, and maybe two plays before that. He saw it coming and got you know got low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah, you man. You couldn't duck that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> Bootsy, I see Bootsy in the chat room. Yeah, we need that serious breakdown of the All Star game. Laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah. right. Look, right. it look for me. The highlight was Greek Freak posterizing Steph and Kevin Durant sort of kind of throwing that lob to Westbrook, and then everybody's on the sideline kind of cheering him on and da 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 da. I kind of hated it though. Cause yeah, my, my cause my thing is cause my thing is if you Westbrook and you kind of maintaining this yo um you know I'm anti Durant I'm anti this I'm anti that I got nothing to do with Durant and all that you you gotta maintain that going into the All Star break you know when they were taking photos the Western Conference team when they were taking photos and stuff you had Westbrook on one side of the photo and then you had KD on the other side. And then there was that video that was going around where Katie, I guess he was walking into the arena and Westbrook was chatting with somebody and basically Durant took like this kind of detour like around Westbrook and basically just didn't say nothing to him. Like they were just trying to avoid each other and trying to avoid eye contact and all that. So, And I'm like, if y'all going to do that within the all-star like festivities and all that, mm-hmm. then y'all should have just maintained that on the court. I'm, I'm I'm disappointed. Um, well, the truth is, is that um, ain't nobody thinking about goddamn no damn beef while niggas trying to chill and relax. Like, and look, like if they had a scuffle on a bench, they don't have no. I'd real, have been like, I. Right. They don't have no real damn issue, and that's that's just the bottom line. They don't have no real issue. Only time they have a real issue is when they playing each other because one person got to win the game over the other. Don't nobody care after that. I don't think he cares. I don't think Westbrook care. For real, for real, I don't think nobody should care. I think, and Chief Rocker said they still don't like each other. I agree with that. I think Westbrook felt the kind of way, and, and Durant felt the kind of way for the, for the simple fact that Westbrook, he shouldn't have passed the rock. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he was triple doubling back then, maybe Durant would have felt like he should. He, you know, he could stay. Right. You know, whatever. shouldn't have, shouldn't have passed the rock. He shouldn't have gave him that lob. Yeah. Just should have just kept it the way it was. I mean, maintain, maintain, yeah. just maintain. Maintain that y'all don't like each other. Because, look, like I said before the season started, hey, at some point they got to come to blows. I'm not advocating violence or anything like that. Come but no goddamn blows. Yeah, that shit is yeah, not that serious. Nah, they, they, they got to duke it out one time. I doubt it. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe nothing serious. Maybe they, like, shove each other or something. Maybe just get it off their chest or something like that. Give me, what? I mean, give me some action or something, man. That like, ain't gonna happen. Y'all, y'all playing this the, lovey-dovey the, stuff. The, but they really not. They they not like oh I fucks because or or the other way around. They ain't doing none of that. They just right. what they doing is avoiding the shit. Warriors versus Thunder Part Four. 
I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking a little bit forward to that, even though I know what the outcome. Exactly. So what are you it, it, it's, to it's gonna for? be. I, 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 I'm not looking forward. Nah, cause I want to. I want to see if they gonna fight. Is... I want to see if niggas gonna fight, man. They're not gonna fight because what's gonna happen is, and I what I need to see it the first time when I see it, ain't nothing happened but a bunch of jarring when. Fucking, they was getting when. The oh yeah, when Westbrook was like, "Yeah, I'm coming." Yeah, that's it. After yeah, like. Oh yeah, nah, what? you you nah, they was getting what? beat. They was getting coming beat for. Like niggas, shut. I mean, I mean, that's what who he is. That's what he got. That's what yeah. He Chief like Rocker said, "KD don't want action." Yeah, I agree with you there. But Westbrook don't want no action with the Warriors, so it's like. Yeah, I mean, from a competitive, well, I wouldn't say from a competitive standpoint, for as far as trying to win a game, but. Yeah, that shit. That shit ain't happening. Big L says. Name the last NBA fight on the court. Yeah, this shit ain't happening, bro. The last NBA fight on the court. This shit ain't happening, bro. Man, that's no, some good. Fight. Yeah, hey, Big not, L. Big not L. Shoving, not shoving. Well, John Wall smacked. Uh, Jay Crowder, yeah, right? He smacked Jay Crowder. But yeah. that's, I wouldn't even call that a fight. Yeah, that, that's not a fight. But I mean, I mean the, the last real major fight was the Malice at the Palace, you know, a little over 10 years ago. But Big L brings up kind of an interesting little semi topic here. I could think I could think of a couple of fights. I remember shout out, the shout out to Mother Bella getting a freak on that night though. I remember the Nate Robinson J.R. Smith scuffle on the sideline. And then uh Mello sucker punched somebody. I, I can't remember who it was. It was the Nuggets versus the Knicks that mm-hmm. one year. Uh-huh. And I, I, I kinda visualize that little scuffle to the sideline. Then the refs tried to break it up, and then Melo just came and sucker punched somebody and backed away like a punk. You know? <laughs> nah, that's what stars gotta do. You know, yeah. When you a star, you gotta uh, get your little yeah in and let your niggas know you riding. Uh, yeah, but that, nah, that, that nigga backpedaled. Yeah, I'm like, really, Melo? suspension, nigga. I ain't trying to get suspended. I'm about to go ahead, go ahead, steal on a nigga real quick and get up out of there. That's when, uh, that's when Melo had cornrows. Hey, yeah, yeah, maybe I still don't get the fuck up out of here, <laughs> so you don't get no real suspension time, nigga. Yeah, Did, didn't Kendrick Perkins get into a couple of uh, I mean skirmishes? Yeah, yeah, Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, like didn't he and Karan Butler like go face to face? I don't remember Let's... being Karan Butler, but I do. Remember, I mean, but Sam Perk- Sam Perkins was was definitely one of those Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins. I don't know. I'm talking about <laughs> Sam Perkins. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely one of those dudes that got into some. Yeah, he he's definitely got into some stuff with some players. Karan Butler, when he was with the Clippers, mm-hmm. that one year, I remember it was a Sunday afternoon game, and the cameras kind of went away from it and went back to it. And they both was just up in each other's face, like, "Yo, like, what you going to do? What you going to do?" And they ended up not doing anything. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, I can't even say suck ass niggas because. They get paid a lot of money to play basketball. Oh, absolutely. Like, and niggas, it, niggas, niggas is not that angry. It's just not. They're just not. Yeah. The money The money is longer. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't trying to risk it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, niggas is competitive, and I understand that, but niggas is not that angry. Right, they, they right. They're just not. Uh, Big L says, was that Indiana Pacers mellow punched? Uh, New York hate them forever. Um, I don't remember when mellow punched somebody on the Pacers. Mellow, I mean, Big L, you got to give yeah, me, like, some more detail on that. Because I don't remember him ever punching somebody on the Pacers. Um, I mean, if you want to go back to some real, like, Pacers-Knicks rivalries, then we could talk. But, 
I, I don't remember Melo punching somebody on the Pacers. I mean, who did he punch? George Hill? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, give me a break here. Yeah, but getting back to Melo, I mean, uh, shit, uh, Westbrook and Durant, I don't care. And, and, and not only do I not care because I know ain't nobody going to shoot no fade, but more than that, the Thunder ain't got no shot against the Warriors, at least for the next two years. So it's like... Nah, nope. Nope, it's nope. just another game, in my opinion. Like after the first, after the first game, when I seen all Westbrook could really do is just bark for, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. all he could really do. Right. Yeah, because everybody I mean, else around him, the Bama could ain't doing the nothing. Bama could score fifty and mess around, still lose by fifteen. So it's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, and his, and his boy Enos Cantor for punching a chair and knocking himself out of a. Few games injuring himself like, like why that. Why are you so angry? You didn't. You didn't really think he was going to beat the Warriors. You, like he could have played his best game, and, and it wouldn't be enough. It wouldn't be enough. It, it's the pieces around him, man. You know. So what do you, what do you think? Um, the trade deadline is Thursday. There's a lot of talk going around the NBA. Um, we just heard about this Isaiah Thomas tweet where he's. I don't know if he's campaigning to get Andre Drummond from Detroit. To Boston, I don't know how that works. Um, I know Paul George has been in some trade talks. Mello, even though I, I think the Knicks are gonna, well, it's really not up to the Knicks. It's up to Mello. Right. It's really up to him as far as I know trade clause is concerned. And then you got a few other guys. I think Jimmy Butler. We talked about that prior to getting on the show. Um, Any um, actually, I think Vince Wright made mention of something in the chat room. He mentioned that the Timberwolves were looking to trade for Derrick Rose and they would send Ricky Rubio to the Knicks. Um, it doesn't make sense for the T-Wolves in, 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 in the sense that you've got a young core of players right there. you got Anthony, I mean, you got um, the boy Wiggins. Um, Anthony Wiggins, that's his name, right? Yeah, Anthony Wiggins? Yeah. Okay. I thought I, I thought I said his first name wrong. You got Wiggins, you got... Carl Anthony Towns, and you got the boy Zach Levine. I know he's injured, yeah. but you got a you got a young core of guys. I, mean, I can see Derrick Rose coming in for that, but I mean I can see him coming for that. But yeah, but where are they at in the standings? You know what I'm saying? I mean, and the, and the guys happen, and the guys' contract ain't that gonna happen this year. But one thing is for certain is that Thibodeau know Derrick Rose. Sure, he, but I mean, his, he's he's capable of bringing bringing in him, bringing his potential, you know, bringing the best potential that you possibly can out of him. And it's, it's, it seems evident to me that Jeff Hornacek right. um, is not doing that. So that means, well, let me, I disagree with you there. The problem with the Knicks is, I mean, obviously they don't play enough defense, but that I wouldn't think. That would be happening in Minnesota. It would, no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, but that's not my main thing. My main thing is, is that Derrick Rose is not, has not been distributing the basketball enough. He's been taking his shots, um, you know, trying to find his shot whenever he can, driving to the basket, which is cool, but there's just times where Carmelo stops the offense. He shoots too much. And then Carmelo stops the offense. Um, yeah, Carmelo stops the offense. I, I would think that if this trade did go down and they did send Rubio to the Knicks, that might be a better fit for this Knicks offense because now you can run some pick and roll with Porzingis, who's supposed to be featured more in this offense. You got a you got a Ricky Rubio. We know his offense is crap. We know that. No secret there. 
But the guy can average nine assists, ten assists a game. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what the Knicks need right now. They need they need to get their assist numbers up in this offense. And I get Melo at times is going to stop the ball moving and all that. But I, I think if that happened, it definitely would be a win for the Knicks as far as this particular trade is concerned. Now with the T-Wolves, going back to them, would you re-sign Derrick Rose if you're the T-Wolves? Because remember, his contract is up after this year. Well, he wouldn't be making the kind of money that he made that he, he made this year. But would I? If I was Tom Thibodeau, yeah, I would. I you, you'd, you'd make him because he would be. He I probably would be the highest paid player on the T Wolves. All right. I mean, I don't like. I don't like that. But mm. um, yeah. I mean, I'd give him. A, I, you know, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I, I know they got chemistry and all that. But. Yeah, I I'd give him two for a year too. Yeah, why not? I, I, I wouldn't. Um, Vince Rice says part of T. Will's trade is a salary dump. Rubio due twenty six million over the next two years. Right, right, right. Wow, that's a lot. Of that's a, that's money. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Ricky Rubio, that's a lot of money. Right, and all, and is and again, are the T. Wolves ready to pony up? If not that kind of money, possibly a little more money to Derrick Rose at the, in the offseason? So then it's a matter of who you feel more comfortable with. And if you ask me who I feel more comfortable with, Derrick Rose or Ricky Rubio, I'm going Derrick Rose. If you're Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. If, I, I'm, I, if I'm anywhere in the league, I'm more comfortable with Derrick Rose than Ricky Rubio. Well, sure. I mean, from an offensive standpoint. But from but a defensive standpoint. It, but, yeah, only, he, I'm not, not saying Ricky Rubio is Derrick Rose is not playing defense. I'm not saying, no, I think the Knicks aren't playing defense. I'm not well, yeah, saying, the Knicks aren't, but he's a part of that. Not, I'm about to say it's not excluding him, but I think yeah. as a whole, the team. Yeah, yeah, as a whole, they're not, but he ain't absolved from that. No, he ain't, but I think when you put him in a situation, meaning a team that played, that believes in playing defense, because it's obvious that the Knicks don't really play, uh, believe in playing defense for real, for real. Yeah, that's, they really that's, don't. That's just, that's just clearly pathetic, evident. Man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just real but pathetic. when you push an agenda to your team that we're going to play defense that Tom Thibodeau has been doing since he's been a coach, right? Um, then you you, you get a better uh, you get a better result out of that. Um, Bootsy, who wins MVP this year? Harden, Westbrook, Isaiah, or Durant? Um, for me, the top two guys on my list is Harden and Westbrook. And you and I, we've had this debate a few weeks ago. You say it's clearly Westbrook because of the triple-double average, and I get all that. And they're still in the playoffs. The problem is is that, yes, I know they're still in the playoffs. They're the seventh seed and all that. The and Rockets, they, the Rockets, and though. And they don't have as And they got more help in uh, Houston than he got more help in Houston sure, sure. than Westbrook got. But, that, but Harden's numbers, and yes, Westbrook's numbers have improved, but Harden's numbers have improved also. I think I think it's going to come down to this. What are the Rockets? Three seed right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, pretty nice, pretty good record. About a 600-plus win percentage. That's pretty good for a Western Conference team. Um, a team that not a lot of people thought was going to be a top-four seed at this point in the regular season. I would give it to Harden right now. I would give it to him right now. But mm-hmm. if things change, if the Thunder can move up in the standings, and Westbrook continues to average a triple-double, and depending on if the Rockets, if they either maintain a little bit or if they fall out of this top-four seed race, then I'd give it to Westbrook. I I wouldn't be mad if Westbrook got it, but 
I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I ain't rocking, bro. Um, and I'm saying, James, right for me right now is James Harden for me. I can't see how a playoff team with a player who is averaging a triple double can't win, doesn't win MVP. I, I can't fathom that. I just can't fathom it. A guy who's averaging a triple double and in the playoffs that doesn't win MVP. And again, if he wins it, I'm fine with it. But. I mean, I don't want to overlook what James Harden has done to elevate his game. Um, Ref Buff says metal to the Hawks would not be a bad move if the Hawks don't have to give up. I much. think that's a terrible move on yeah. the Hawks' part. Yeah. I think that's a terrible move. Because their whole game Their is whole ball game movement. is ball movement. Yeah. Yeah, why would you bring in a guy that stops the basketball? Yeah, I don't agree with that. And he's not going to change his game. That just be very clear. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going to change it. Um, unless, I, I, I told this to somebody. Unless you can convince Melo to come off the bench, provide some offense. That is the most disrespectful thing. It would be disrespectful. It would be. 100% agree. But if you're trying, and I don't know what Melo's thinking about. I don't know if he cares about winning the title. But if he does. He now, now that he can't win no title. If he does. If he changes his mindset and says, hey, I want to win a title in the next couple years. Then he needs to take his ass to Cleveland or the Clippers and learn how to run without the ball. And if or that, and combined with, depending on the type of offense they run, he may have to he may have to be convinced to come off the bench. Um, you know, off the bench where, though? On what team? Yeah. Well, it, again, I said it depends on it depends on the style of offense yeah, that it, it gets traded to. I can't see a team... Where a, a contending team where he wouldn't start. I can't, like, where would he not start? Well, a contending he, team. I, well, I guess he could start, but maybe not give him as much minutes. Like, you wouldn't play him 35 minutes a night. Okay, I agree with that. I, I could see you yeah. playing him 23, 24 minutes. You know, like, if you start him the first three minutes and then you sit him down for majority of the first half and maybe have him come in. The second half off the bench and provide that offense. Yeah, I agree off with the that. Bench. I just don't. I don't agree with. It, it's no. It's no way he just. It's no way any contender team in the NBA, unless you're talking about the Spurs, Warriors, Spurs, <laughs> and really that's it. Because I'm sitting here thinking of contender teams. He would play the three. He not been. He not. You not. You know. He's. he's sure. Been, with Cleveland, you're gonna be on the bench. If no, you get Cleveland, he would, oh, LeBron, yeah, right. yeah. If yeah. you're in Cleveland, you're gonna be on the bench. I mean, but you could even move him to the two, and that's a. I don't really like that spot for Carmelo. Yeah, I don't. But because he's a scorer, you could move him to the two and see what happens. Yeah, like yeah. you can't move. I, I, I don't feel like you could move him to the two. And he would be a better. He would definitely be be a better two than Kyle Korver would be because yeah. Melo could still handle the ball. So I could I could see that being a possibility, but other than that, I don't see exactly. How that would you know fit as far as him starting? Hey, yeah, uh, uh, shout out to Vince Wright. Um, he get ready to get ready for his show. He go on at uh, seven thirty Central time. So uh, yeah, next... so it'll be eight thirty yard time. Right. So yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all check out Vince Wright Sports Done Right Spreaker dot com eight thirty Eastern time seven thirty Central time, y'all. All right, um, we're gonna break for a couple minutes and we're gonna come right back and talk some boxing. Listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Uh 
Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? We sippin' on Merlot. You ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo. Ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your home girl though. Uh, she says her life is too hard. She says that she wanna come and deal with the guard. Promise me that she gon' play her part. Cause what I spit gets straight to her heart. And she damn fine. Feet hammer time. Damn if I mind. Long as the bu bubble in back of your waistline. I don't waste time. I gotta get hit on it. Just you and me, two glasses. Civil patroning in the club scene where I met Miss Green Eyes. She walked by asking me, Are you nice? Why? If you was, I'd be totally twice. What's that? Totally with a TWI. <laughs> well, here I am. Yep, I'm the man. Bartender, put a Cosmo in that girl hand. So here we standing before I begin. Homegirl made a knot out of the cherry stem. Tongue skills, yeah, I like that. Now we on the right track. Straight to my fan. I'm called Africa Black. Ever since then, she been yapping a track. Told her friends, now they hollering behind her back. Sing. Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and just chill with the verb? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? We sipping on Merlot. You ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Peace Tree and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo. You ain't gotta take your shirt off. You see me convince your home girl though. Now I was so fresh and so fly in diamonds. When I stepped up in the club, even my eyes were shining. Bling, a little cute thing said, What's your name? I put my necklace in her face and told her to read the chain. Ooh, ooh, so stuck up, told me shut the fuck up. Blah. Ludacris is in the hat. Ooh, The needle hit the record, they was playing this song. All the ladies hit the flow and it was <laughs> on. Live forever like fame, let the Leroy's dance. While I'm laid back, chilling in my B-boy stance. Could be a little pop blocking if your girl's top dropping. But watch for cock blocking on my coochie stock options. But later for the ass jack, throw them on the fast track. Make them swip, swap, nasty NAS. Pass that honey in the black, cause I'm feeling the curves. He looked down at what I had and said, one when we can serve up two then at the bachelor pad doing what the virgos do and these women so shy but get loud undercover so we could have sex but i can't be a lover <laughs> sing baby girl won't you come and hold my hand won't you come and just chill with the virgo baby girl won't you come and hold my hand won't you come and chill out with the virgo We're sipping on merlot you ain't gonna be my girl though right. i drop you off at two Alright folks, we're back in the house. It's Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yep. Here with the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Some breaking news. And uh shout out to Cedric Galloway, because he was dead on it. The Lakers have traded Lou Williams to the Rockets for Corey Brewer and a first round pick. So your reaction, Maestro. Um there's no reason that they got a number one pick for Lou Williams. Point blank, period. I don't give a damn what he's doing off the bench or if he started. Look, um, look, <laughs> and nah, I ain't rocking, man. <laughs> I'm not rocking. Number one pick, I'm not rocking, dog. Uh, Corey Brewer and a number one pick. Not and even just a number one pick. You got number one pick and Corey Brewer. And not that, you know, Corey Brewer was some amazing basketball player, but. Um, come on now. Come on now. Yeah, it, it, it still has the feeling that the Rockets won this trade despite giving up the first-round pick. 
Because now you're getting another explosive offensive player who's most likely going to come off the bench. My show, come on, man. Lou Williams provides offense off the hey, bench, sorry. man. I'm not saying he's sorry. I'm just... Jesus. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's, you know, uh, Hall of Fame or anything like that. I'm just saying the guy does what he does best. He comes off the bench and he provides offense. And already add that to the likes of James Harden, Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, to add to that bunch. Yeah, you, my show, you might be right. Harden might not win the MVP after this move now, because now he's got all the help he he could use. But um, um, yeah, so so Lou Williams comes in and does what for the uh, Rockets, in your opinion? Um, as far as production. what he what he production? Yeah. Um, well, I can see it. I can I can see a situation where his production he's dips off a little the bench. bit. That is, that is that's clear. Is that clearly clear? He's coming off. The I'm bench? pretty confident he's coming off okay. the bench. Because look, Eric Gordon is going to start, and Ryan Anderson's going to start, and those are two guys that can knock down three point shots. Um, what's the catch? Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. He comes off the bench. And he's going to provide you some offense. I think his numbers will dip just a little bit because of the fact that now you've got more offensive weaponry on that Rocket squad than you did when he was with the Lakers. You know, it's it, to me, it felt like Lou Williams had to take those shots and had to score because he was on a bad team. So... Well, that's I that's the, that's what I see I, happening. I, I think the Lakers win in this situation. Um, they get the first round draft pick, they get the first round no draft doubt, pick, man. And, and, um, no doubt, that means something. No, no sure, that sure. Means something. But and, and I, again, I'm not sure that he was worthy of a. Um, I'm not sure if he's worthy of first round. The Lakers long term will benefit from this as long as they make the right no, pick. They make the right pick, obviously. Yeah, they'll they'll benefit long term. But yeah, the number one draft pick for a guy. 30 years old, um, I'm not sure that's, I mean, um, no for sure it's not equal compensation. So what the hell is going on with your boy Roy Jones, man? What's what's, what's going know, on, man? And I don't give a damn. What the hell? I, man. Stop fighting, man. Like, do you gotta get, do you gotta get, do you gotta get Bernard Hopkins the fucking decided this is, a, that you don't need to be doing this? Man, I think he trying to top B-Hop, man. And they're just going out. I, I, I read this on the web. Um, I guess the fight was Friday in Delaware. And First of all, let's, let's, let, let's pause for that for a second. He fought on a Friday night. On a Friday in night Delaware. in Wilmington, Delaware. Like, come on, bro. And Roy the, Jones Jr., come on, bro. And the dude he fought, his name was Bobby Guns, I think, or Bobby Gunn or something like that. And I'm like, you're fighting a nobody. You're 48 years old. You're washed up. Your legacy is already, like, established. Like, why are you trying to somehow damage your legacy by just continuing to fight? I'm I, I, I'm, I'm scared for the brother, man. I mean, we just saw B-Hop get literally knocked out of the ring <laughs> at 50 years old. Like, we don't want to see, as, as boxing fans... We do not want to see Roy Jones Jr. get knocked out of the ring, literally. We, we, we don't want to see that. But he did knock the dude out in the eighth round. Um, and again, 
I didn't see it as much competition. Um, apparently, this fight was on pay-per-view for, like, cheap, man. I don't remember the cost of the fight. might have been 30 <coughs> or $40 or something like that. Somebody verify that well, with me out, well, if they care. Because if he can make money, I, I, I ain't never mad at a nigga making money. I'm I, I'm really I'm really criticizing of the strength. Like, look look where you was at, man. Like, it, come on, man. Come on, man. You must have forgot. Nah. Come on. Man. <laughs> nah. Play this nigga on our show, man. Come on, man. What? Play this nigga. Music. What? Go hard or go man. home? Uh, I'm, I'm still I'm still a little, little you know, What you what you you still uh, you still salty about that, huh? I'm a little sensitive about playing Roy Jones. Music. Okay. Not that I got a person. It was the one. It was dreams. one song. I mean, you know, I mean, shout out to him and his dreams, man, and, and the mm-hmm. money to have it, man. But his music was was garbage, man. No, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree there. I mean, that one song I played, it was, it was a garbage. hype song. It was garbage, but it was a hype song. You know, you can find quality hype. You can find quality hype. Sure, songs. sure, but I mean. It's, I'm gonna hear you, man. Look, man. I don't want to make it. See, see, this is see, this is what y'all don't understand about Maestro Styles, the super producer right here. Music is life for Maestro here. So anytime he listens to something, he's gonna criticize it like to the T. Whether you like it, everybody whether you knows, meant to play it, or everybody you... knows that Roy Jones Jr. is garbage. As a, as well, a no, guy. sure, but I'm I'm just talking in general here. I'm just talking in general, like when I, you know, when I, you know, every week we alternate our playlist, and I have my playlist, and sometimes Maestro's like, eh, you had to play that, da da da. da. Like, what was it a couple weeks ago? I played uh, Benzino. That's what it was, and he was like, "Dad, man, like Benzino." Like, I was like, yo, like, like he was the only cat from Boston. I mean, that was my theme that week, and he was like, man, you could find some better niggas from Boston to rap. And look what you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Nah. So, some of those tracks were pretty cool. I mean, there was a couple I didn't like, but, you know, all I played it for the culture. Songs, all of those songs is better than anything. I played it for the culture, that. but, you know. It's, Ray gonna tell you that. Anything, anything, anything... You played that week was better than anything Benzino ever put out. I mean, but that was Untouchables. I mean, that was probably the only hardest song he put out. And quite frankly, I don't even feel like that's his song. Like, I felt like that was an Untouchables song. But that was all Untouchables. And Benzino was like the guest on the track. That's just, that's just how I feel about it. Um, Adrian Broner. He also fought. Oh, hold on, look, getting back to um, we gotta talk about Roy Jones, man. Look, I, I'm not. I was. I I, I, I <laughs> upon myself to you know to look at the story. Shout out to um, boxing.com, My man Alex Burgess. I always feel like I'm saying his last name wrong, but whatever. Um, he you know put up a post about the Roy Jones fight. This dude lost to Roy Jones and then uh, retired. <laughs> The Bobby Gunn guy? Bobby Gunn, yeah. Oh, yeah? And I'm looking at this dude. I don't know you, Bobby Gunn. I don't, but I'm looking at this dude, uh, and he looks like he should have retired. Um, he was 21-7-1. Yeah, but I don't know you, but bro. I just called him a, like, uh, he's like a, a bear. I don't know. I, I guess that means he'd be fighting without gloves, but he calls Bobby Gunn a bare-knuckle a bare boxing legend. So, mm. if there's any boxing fans and, and, and you know, like real 
in them trenches. I know, I know for a fact that Alex is a in the trenches boxing fan. Right. I know right. That he's been that way for as long as I've known him. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm sitting here like, yo, like, <laughs> who is this dude? Like, yeah, I never heard of the guy. But Roy, but, but Roy Jones retiring niggas, I guess. So shouts out to him. Yeah, whatever. Forty eight, man. Get get out the ring. Stay on the sideline. Yeah, man. Word, word. Um, I don't want to see that for Ray Jones Jr. Adrian Broner and um, what's the Adrian Adrian Granados. Uh, fight went twelve rounds, and they decided split decision that Adrian Broner won the fight. Um, I got a story. Um, prior to this fight, so. Listening to Baltimore Sports Radio last week, and one of the hosts actually had an opportunity to get Adrian Broner to come on the show and interview him. Next thing you know, I guess he had communications with Adrian Broner's people, and it kind of went back and forth, and it all concluded to the point where they was like, yo, Adrian Broner don't do interviews. Like, he don't talk to people. He don't talk to y'all media people. And so the host, who I felt like just in his voice, I felt like he was in his feelings, was like, oh, he'll never be on this show ever again. He's never going to come on this show ever. I'm like, I'm like, really? Like, do you got to be that salty about it? Like, if his people say he don't talk to media, he don't talk to media. Like, you, you ain't got to be yeah. all in your feelings about it. You know, that's how, just how some cats are. So... You know, props to Adrian Broner. Um, he's a Cincinnati native, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I know he's had some, you know, troubles with the law mm-hmm. and stuff and some court cases and all that stuff. But um, Adrian Broner's a, a pretty good fighter. I think I've only seen one fight of his. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for, for me and Adrian Broner, um, he's always had the potential Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think because he knew he had the potential going into, you know, getting bigger fights. Yep. It was more for him about, um, you know, making the show and not necessarily focusing on, uh, you know, the technical aspect the way he should have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess he looked at Floyd and felt like, okay, I need to flex like Floyd was flexing. But the difference was that Floyd was really good technically. Yeah. So, um, and he's not as good technically as I, obviously as Floyd what Floyd is. Um, I mean, from what I can gather from the fight, trying to look at highlights, was that, um, you know, Broner um, got tired. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, whereas people were saying that this was a fight that he should have just dominated and, right. you know, he didn't because he got tired. He came he came out, I guess, at some point saying yeah. that um, he uh, hurt his hand in, uh, I don't know what he said, I don't think he said what round, but he said he hurt his hand. Oh, he said he hurt his hand in the first round in the opening round. So that slowed him down and this and that. Uh, Gren- Grenados, I want to say I'm saying his name wrong. Grenados. Grenados um, basically felt like it was boxing politics that, that had him, that had Broner win the fight. He felt like he outworked them. He said, let's do it again at, at in, in Grenados' home. Yep. And uh, he's from Illinois, I think I just read. So he wanted to do it again, you know, outside of Broner's, you know, Comfort zone, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it sounds like that fight was kind of back and forth. 
you know, the, I guess the scorecards uh, were... The scorecards, uh... 10 here, 10 there. What was, uh, what was it? 96, 94, one judge. 97, 93, another judge. And Ooh. then a level one had Granados at 93, 97. Okay, yeah, that was, so, that's pretty close. You know, yeah. That, that's, so. that's close to the vest right there. Yeah. Yeah, well, shout out to Adrian Broner, man. Um, you know, I, looking looking forward to whatever, you know, his next fight might be. I, 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 I want to give a shout out to Lamont Peterson for D.C. from D.C. for an undercard. Um, he beat... Um, now, this was the undercard to Adrian Broner's yeah, fight, right? He fought, uh, uh, I'm about, definitely about to fuck his name up. Evan Cien, Evan, whatever his name is. Da- uh, David Evan Cien. Sound like he's from is. Latvia or something. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely fucking his name up. But shouts out to him. Uh, but Peterson, um, again, another fight where he, you know, he should have dominated, but for whatever reason, just got real undisciplined and started, you know, playing with the dude. Right. And, toying um, with him. Yeah. Not, not necessarily toying with him, but just, um, not being disciplined in whatever the game plan was. And then as, uh, as, you know, you noticed him deferring from the game plan. The corner never really checked him and said, "Hey, you deferring from the game plan." Mm. So, um, you know, but he, you know, he won. Hey, you live and learn, right? Yeah. Well, he won, so I, did, I don't really feel like he learned anything. Well, that don't mean you can't live and learn. Now, yeah, I mean, right, well, you, you win, but there's some so, things you still got to uh, touch up on. Amir Khan want a rematch with with uh, with Lamont after seeing this. Um, That's a bet. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be much different, but you know, who won the first one? Con, Lamont Peterson. It, that was the one that was down here in uh, RK. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, yeah. Bet, bet, bet. Go. All right. One last break. We're going to take y'all. We're going to come back and uh, wrap the show up. We got a couple topics, and uh, we'll be up on out of here. Listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. We're going to come right back, y'all. Luxury car, the Lex or the Benz connect. 
connect with your friends. Once again in the lens, trying to follow the trends. From tens to hundreds, what? designer type threads and strong black dreads. Catch the Ooh, from the heads, yo, a med school grad. Uh -huh. My pen still on the pad, remembering what we had. We grew past the fad of lugs and thugs. Now we sip each other's wine on Persian rugs. What? Giving love and back rubs and tugs with the bubbles, carefree from the struggles. I like your new muscles, so appealing to my hustle. To knock, it's the one and only P-Block. Got a lock on this lady, might even make a baby. No time to act shady, it's strictly for the ladies. Why I'm Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yep. We're here in the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. So we got this story pulled up, and I'm not sure how much coverage this story has gotten, but um, Greg Olson, tight end for the Carolina Panthers. He has a brother named Kevin Olson, who's quarterback for Charlotte in college. And he was arrested on, on a rape charge a uh, couple of sexual assault um, charges stemming from this and it looks like right now um, just based on what I'm seeing here on cbssports.com is that um, he threatened to strangle himself with a phone charger like <laughs> what after he raped her after he raped her yeah yeah so um, so he's he's being charged with three counts of second degree forcible rape and he could face up to 10 years in prison per rape charge. So basically, he trying to get into the psych ward instead of, instead of the motherfucking jail where he going to get his ass raped. Pro yeah, probably. Fuck probably man. probably one of them pretty boys that I don't want to get raped. Don't, well, shit, don't nobody want to get raped. Nobody. So, you know what I'm saying? So right. he basically it seems, I mean, obviously this is me looking out from the outside and uh, I get it. Look, hey man... <laughs> 
Don't 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 try to strangle yourself with a phone call now when shit got real. Yeah, for real. Fuck out of here. For real, you know. Um, yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, Bootsy, I see you in the chat room, man. Yeah. yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, it, you know it, it's real. Yeah, and cut that, cut that out, man. Like, yeah, you should have. Yeah, if you was going, if you talking about, it, you should have. If, if you was really about that action, and, and I hate to be going hard, like if you choke, if you was really going to do it, nigga, then do it for real, nigga. Do it, yeah. Do I it mean, for real, do it nigga. for real. Yeah, don't don't try to do it after you know shit got real. You about to get your motherfucking ass taken in jail, right? Right. Man, you Rap. And doesn't Sorry, that make you, Maestro, doesn't that make you think more that he's really guilty of this? To, to go yeah. through that? Yeah, I mean, well, let's be clear. Well, I ain't gonna say it. something happened. Oh, sure. Something happened. Sure, definitely you know something saying? happened. Something happened. Yeah, so if, in fact, if you're telling me the Bama wrapped a charger around his neck after he got hit with some charges, nigga, what? So, yeah, something tells me he more guilty out, than why we's perceiving Cut it to that be. that shit out, man. Like, yeah, you, you, you're going to get your motherfucking butt taken. And, um, you know, that's karma, man. I, you know, yeah, that's karma. Unfortunately, man, and, you know, kind of feel for Greg Olson because this story is kind of attached to his name because well, he has a younger brother who's doing some dumb stuff, you know. Well, uh, I, hope, well I would hope. Um, cause this ain't the first dude, like, I give you another example, Nicki Minaj's brother, real live, about to go to jail for, you know, some, some, some sexual crime, I don't right. know I remember right. it is. Um, that shit hasn't seemed to affect her, her, you know, her flow at all, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking it'd be something, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some type of a mental and emotional... Like he's soul. definitely about to do the, some yeah, time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's some uh, mental yeah. and emotional. Hold your head high, homie. Again, uh, I mean, you know, if you did what you did, then you got what's coming to you. Oh, no question. You know what I'm saying? No so, question about I mean, it. You know, I, I hope you learn from it and you don't do it no more. But yeah. you got what's coming to you. Oh, no doubt. And, like, that's, and that's just what that is. Like, but, uh, like um, tax don't say, be safe though, man. Yeah, getting back to Greg Olson, man, you gotta. Um, I don't, I don't think it's no big deal as far as him and, you know, having to deal with it publicly. I think, um, I mean, to be honest, I didn't even know about this until I checked the notes, literally. You mm-hmm. know, Which is why I said it's not getting the yeah. coverage. Well, and, and that's that... more so, well, because who is, who is, who is his brother? Yeah, and, no, I get it. Kevin Olsen, I get and it. And like, the school, who, like. But who was Joe Mixon? But he played for Oklahoma State. Okay, bigger school. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, Charlotte. Sure. Charlotte, yeah, nah. sure. But it's this is, and then there was video. Makes makes me question. And then there was video. Uh, yeah, I mean, after the fact. I mean, a year after they came I, out with video. That that is crazy. Video. That is crazy. I, mean, I, I I heard somebody on radio yesterday talk about the draft, this upcoming draft, and they believe that. Because of what he did, he's gonna slide down yeah. to like the sixth or seventh round and possibly yeah. not get drafted. Tyreek Hill has something similar. Something, something sure, similar like sure. That. I want them to get the story right though. Like, don't say he's gonna slide down in the draft because of what he did. He's gonna slide down in the draft because it was on video. Yeah. Let, let I mean, let's just let's make it clear. Let's tell the entire story. It ain't what he did because what he did. Back in what, 2014? Yeah. If that video don't come out, he's probably getting drafted in 
at best. Whatever his, whatever, his, whatever, whatever his, it was. Yeah. yeah. So don't tell me it's because of what he did. It's because of what he did in that video. Let's let's get that straight. But um, Paul but Bella says if it was a black player, uh, the name would be uh, his name would be. Yeah, Aaron. Mocha. That's that's kind of what I'm kind of questioning here with with, with this situation here. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, I'll say this: we don't know. We don't know Kevin Olsen. I never heard of the guy until I just broke this news. But who was Joe Mixon? And I get it. He, you know, he played for a much bigger, high-profile school. I get it. But sometimes, sometimes it makes you question the motive sometime and the agenda. You know? Uh, Mocha said, was the player black in the sexual assault with Olsen? Um, No, but no, no. well, was the player black? The player no. black in the. The player is Olsen. So no, I was gonna say black. Olsen is the guy. Olsen yeah, is so white. Uh, yeah, she's, but she's trying to say that it's not a big story because Kevin Olsen is white and Joe Mixon is black. I, oh, I get it. Oh, well, I yeah, it. I, yeah. I understand what you, what your uh, right what your right. issue is. Right. But, I mean, we 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 know that that plays a part. I mean, I, I you know, it it plays some of the part. But you're right though. You're right, though. But Oklahoma I, I think it's more about a bigger school than it, than Oklahoma it is State is a bigger school than Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I mean, but let's be. But uh, <clears throat> I think that I think that I'd be absolving the whole racism thing, and I'm, it's, that's not what I'm doing. I, I, I agree that yeah. it's easier to put black people on news for negative than it is to put white people on news for negative. Yeah, I, oh, we are, we're aware of it, but. You know, yeah. I don't think nobody's accused you with that, Maestro, either. No, I think I get it low key. I, I don't think nobody said it in the chat room, but I think I get it low key. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool. I, you know, you allowed to think what you think. Uh, Bootsy said, Mocha spitting that knowledge. If it was some black athlete's brother, it would be front and center on ESPN. I hadn't heard about this story until now. When did this happen? Um, Bootsy, according to the article that I'm reading here, it looked as if this happened sometime. I'm trying to look at this. Uh, looks like it happened last week. It looks like so. But and why would and and the thing is that you know why would we know he played football? Because I mean, let's be clear. With while Greg Olson is, let's say top five tight end, he's game, definitely a top five tight end. He's still not like a star in the league. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, like, why would we even be paying attention? I'm sure there are a lot of NFL players whose siblings play football. I'm 100% sure. Oh, sure, sure. J.J. So, Watt has a brother that yeah. plays in college. So, right. yeah, no no, no question about that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you know, um, Cedric says he didn't even know his brother was playing football That's here in Charlotte. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you're seeing in the chat room that a lot of folks are kind of new to the story because... It's just not being it's put not, out there to the it's forefront. Not a big school, and, you know what I'm saying? They might have been trying to cover it up because he's a white dude. Um, I mean, like I said, it could have been a lot of things. Oh, yeah. It could have been a lot of things. No question. No question about it. Um, so, your boy Darrell Revis is in the news. Um, Man. Go figure. And, you know, Man. this is out there. This is out in the news, but he's yeah. Darrell Revis. He's, while he's washed up, he's still... Got a big name well, as far as is, uh, being well, a corner in the going in the like, game. They, 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 they would be foolish not to move him to safety. Um, yeah, the Jets, right? Dead. They'd be foolish at this point. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But um, here's what I think about this story here um, with the you know with these two guys that got punched in the face on video. 
both y'all niggas deserved it. I don't know who you are, but both of y'all deserved it. Well, I don't even believe... Look, and and it's funny because um, I called Damian Woody on first take today. Mm -hmm. He said that's not his voice. And when I heard the video... Right. I was like, I mean, I don't... It didn't feel... It didn't feel like... See, I don't. I haven't listened to Darrell Revis I'm talk like, enough that, to know if that's right. his voice or not. And, that, and that's why I didn't. That's why I haven't said that about it. But I'm like, that don't Stevens like look real. Like, yeah, that don't even look real. Yeah, like it looks like part of it looks staged a little bit. You no, know, man, I'm not talking about the video. I'm just talking about the Bama screaming. Yeah, like, yeah. he don't strike me. And, and it's just a vibe because, like you said, I don't know him. I ain't never heard him scream. But it didn't. I didn't get the vibe that. Oh, Darrell Reeves knocked the nigga out and started screaming on him. Right. I didn't feel like that was the truth. Look, anytime you're a fan of somebody and you see him on the street and you're taking video of him and if that player tells you stop taking video, you stop taking video. You At that point, you kind of in his private space a little bit. And you All got right. what you asked for. If, if Darrell Reeves did punch you in the face, you deserved it. Or if somebody else did it, you still deserved it because. But I don't really think he did it. This, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think he. I, I don't think he did. Oh, it. I, I'm giving Darrell Revis the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I mean, off the break, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, to me, he doesn't seem like that type of guy. Um, Bootsy said, "How did they both get knocked out like that? Did they get knocked out by a baseball bat or something, or did he knock one out and then put the other in a sleeper nah, hole?" Punched both of them niggas. Punched, yeah. Both them dudes oh, got oh, punched. Allegedly, he punched both of them niggas. Both them dudes got punched. And, and let's be clear. Uh, they deserved it. Darrell, well, Darrell Reeves ain't no weak nigga. Oh, so, no. no. I mean, nigga played football, so he probably really could, I mean, punch a nigga. Right. I.E. Ray Rice and um, and knock a motherfucker out. And, you know, the way them niggas was sleep, them niggas that had no chin, them niggas was sleep. Yeah, they was sleep. I was like, niggas ain't niggas was being rude. They, they was more sleep than be hot. need to put a blanket on that nigga, on them niggas. Them niggas was sleep. Right, right. But they was Shout like they to them like they was being uh, investigated or something. Like you know how the the crime scene they have that white sheet you just cover the body with. Like that somebody could have came by and did that. The way they was knocked out. Them niggas put them niggas went night night. Yeah, they they went night night, man. Yeah. Uh, no no question about it. Them so sleep, but yeah, I don't I don't think he knocked no niggas out, man. And um, I mean, if he did, then you know, there's another. Yeah, I I hope had. I hope he's innocent in all this. I mean, and they're pressing charges. Yeah, you know. shit, shit. If I was laid out on the street for ten minutes, I'd be pressing right. charges on somebody. And too. If I said, yeah, especially somebody that. that got guap like and that. that shit, I don't give a fuck what you got, nigga. If you got. $5. I yeah, but you know how cats is, I man. Need, I need five dollars to go get me some icy hat to put on my face for the way I just got slept. Sure, but nah, fuck that. Any, man. any, any, any nigga that got money, you get knocked out by him. You in the back of your mind, you are gonna think, yo, I got an opportunity to get paid right here. It, it's just that simple. Yeah. And let this be a lesson for some of you. Football fans or sports fans sure, in general. The real because well, sure. Even though they say he wasn't, you know, he was out doing some business or whatever, whatever. Wasn't it like late at like night? 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they said that he was on his way to check out a building or something that he had money on. Mm-hmm. And he figured, oh, let me go do that nights because ain't nobody in the streets. Womp, womp, womp. And nigga, I, my father told me this a long time ago. Shout out to my pops. Anybody that's in the streets after two o'clock, more times than not, 
are up to no good. No doubt. No, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. So with what I with what I feel you, if that was his, if that's his thing, he said I don't want, I ain't want to get no attention, so let me leave. My motherfuckers asleep, nigga. Niggas is not asleep at two thirty in the morning. Niggas is getting out the club nah, at two thirty in the morning. They looking, they looking for some need, action. Yeah, you need to try that shit at five o'clock in the morning when niggas is even at the IHOP fucking or already hot. Right, like, or yeah, on their way home yeah, to the break right, of dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Two thirty in the morning was the wrong time if you were trying to avoid something. So let it for real, for real. Let it be a lesson to Real Reeves. That also, sure, also, sure. But I think in this case also. To sports fans in general, when you see a pro athlete, a famous one at that, or not, it don't even matter. When you see a pro athlete, whether it be of your favorite team or just somebody that's known in the sports world in general, if you take a video of that person, cool. If that person tells you, stop taking video of me, you stop taking video. If you want to take a picture with that athlete, sure, take the picture. Y'all could talk for a minute or two and keep it moving. Like, it ain't no need to get in any scuffles with any of these guys. It's just it's just not worth it. I mean, I don't care if you're looking for a payday or whatever. It's just not worth it. Well, no, it is worth it because if you get a fucking payday for getting slept for 10 minutes. If. (laughs) Well, shit. If. That's a good question, Mocha Bella. Who checks on the house at 2.30 in the morning? Hey. Is it a is it a, a creep, creep? Is it a weird practice? Creeping, sure, man. Sure, but that's his alibi. So until proven different, I gotta go with he ain't lying. I give him the benefit you know, of the doubt. Gotta, if anybody, you got. I think you would have to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? But uh, once again, um, yeah, do that shit at five in the morning, man. Like right before the sun come up, if you got to do it, because the drug addicts and the club people and people ain't got no sense. They right. They 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 looking for trouble. They man. about sleep around five thirty. It's, it's like vampires. It's something about to come up. Niggas need to get the fuck off the streets. Yep, pretty much, man. I, I know all too well coming from New York City, man. It's, city don't and, sleep. Uh, it's mouses. It's rats out there, motherfucker. It's, it's rats and it's rats will fight you too, man. Yeah, well, you know what I'm well, saying shit, you can't. You know, but shout out to them niggas that got put to sleep, man. And them niggas, if them niggas, they deserved it. <laughs> Well, in my but, eyes, but again, I was getting back to my point. If the nigga, if the nigga seen Darrell Reeves again, let it be listen to Darrell Reeves because that nigga could have real life been like, "Yo, that's a come up right there." Mm-hmm. Like these niggas be worse than these chicks these days, man. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I get than it. These chicks these days, niggas like, is oh, thirsty. Come up. Nigga, you telling me all I gotta do is take a punch and go to sleep for ten minutes, and I could possibly come out this motherfucker with like a hundred G's? Shout out to DJ Vlad. You, you, you ever heard that story about DJ Vlad years ago? Uh, no. DJ Vlad got punched in the face by uh, Rick Ross years ago. Oh, okay. Was he interviewing Rick Ross? No, nah, it was just... Oh, it was just random? Sh- some random shit that happened, however it happened. Mm-hmm. And apparently, allegedly, Ross punched a nigga in the face and sued Ross. Right. Got like a hundred G's. ASAP. Yeah, I mean, it's a chance, you know. I mean, is it a is it a sucker move? It's a sucker, yeah. That that's yeah, what I'm that's it, what I'm saying. It it's, it's a sucker move. Yeah, it is, but you gotta understand you know, that niggas are suckers. You know. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of suckers, suckers yeah. on this earth. Yeah, no, no so doubt about it. Is, man. Shout out to them niggas, man. Because if they get paid off of this. Yeah, next thing you know, we're going to start seeing them on The Bachelor. If they don't we're going to see them on Dancing with the Stars and, and all this stuff. And if they don't get paid. 
depending on how they handle this situation, if they if they if this was the this was their intent, they can get little little side gigs, make a little money. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum, you embarrassed because you got knocked out on 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 and used on TMZ. Sure, bare minimum. All that'll go away <coughs> once they catch a gig or something like they'll that. They'll forget about it. And they'll forget about it after the court. Ab- absolutely. Forget about it. Maybe they'll host a game show at yeah. some point. They'll get, they'll be on The Voice or something crazy like that. Um, so one one more note on here before we head out of here. Uh, your Nationals got Matt Wieters, the catcher from the Orioles. They yeah. signed him to a two year deal, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's a good move for the Nats. Sure. To get him on the cheap, he's he's been on like the block for most of the off season, and I guess the Orioles didn't want to pony up as much as they thought they would have, and um, he's with the Nationals, so. and he's pending physical. Obviously, we don't right, know, you know, but I mean, it's a rarity that I, it's a rarity that the motherfuckers just don't pass the physical. Right, you know, right. Yeah. So, didn't the Nationals have uh, Wilson Ramos? As catcher, what? Mm-hmm. So is he still on the roster, or yeah, he's still there? He's still there? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, he's um, what's his name said he's as of now he's still trying to earn a job. Who's that? That's what uh, Weeder said. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I think the Orioles were trying to wait for the price to come down on him, and um, they just kind of waited too late because. Um, you know, you thought some of these teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, you know, teams that spend big money in the offseason, you thought they were going to just jump out and take a look at Matt Wieters. And it, you know, turns out that, um, you know, they waited, they waited too long. They, they thought the price was going to be up and I, they, sh- they should have made the play for him once they realized nobody was really on Matt Wieters like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bootsy said Ramos is on the race. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was just reading that, too. Yeah, okay. The guy okay. I was looking, the guy I was uh, talking about that he was still fighting for a job is Norris. Um, I'm trying to find Is he a catcher, too? He's a catcher. No, he's a catcher. Oh, okay. He must have been the backup. Who was supposed to be the Nationals starting catcher this year. Oh, okay. And, um... Okay. So he's uh, that's the guy who they have set to be the catcher. Okay. No, uh, some guy named Norris. Like, okay. Yeah, they said he was a uh, minor. He once won the Nationals minor league player of the year. Right. And, right. Like a guy that like him. Y'all, y'all are getting a good player though. Um, yeah. One, one good thing I've always heard about Matt Wieters is that while he doesn't put up the offensive numbers like many people <laughs> projected him to do when he first came out of the minors into the league, but he has that great rapport with all the pitchers. And he throws out people at second base They say yeah um at a high rate too. Yeah, what they were saying was is that um he has a they were saying uh what was I I was trying I'm trying to read it as I'm but basically, they spoke about how he he calls a good game. Yep. He yeah. He he he's game. one of the best at doing that. Yeah. He's definitely one of their. Um, Bootsy said Ramos probably won't be ready until midseason because he's rehabbing the injury from last, last year. year. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I forgot he got injured. Like what? Three quarters three into quarters the season. Into season yeah. Okay. All right. All right, folks. Um, that's it for the show. Uh, we appreciate everybody who came in the chat room listening to us. Um, for those that are listening. That weren't in the chat room, we appreciate you guys as well. Just a few reminders. We got the Facebook page you can follow us on. We got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. 
We got the Twitter account at BarbershopSPOR2. We got the WordPress blog site. So go to WordPress.com and search for our blog site. And also, we're on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes as well. And also, we're always live here on Spreaker.com. Make sure y'all follow the homepage so that when we do these live shows, you guys will get the email notifications of when we come on live. So, I'm Trey Frazier. That's Maestro Styles. Y'all have a good week. Y'all enjoy the weekend. We're going to holler at you next Tuesday. Peace out, y'all.
the been thinking about McDonald's all day can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price.